Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of another season. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. Nerd roll. Hey. This will begin season two of Nerd School. Welcome back to season two, Nerd High. Glad to have you. It's gonna be crazy stunts. We're gonna. No. Joe's gonna bring more penis jokes. No penis stuff. I am a super nerd. The Nerd School Podcast, starring Andy. Star Spangled Band with a plan. Maybe I'll try to do a cartwheel. TBJ. Congratulations. You did dirt. Ta-da. I got to change. All my exes can tune in. We can have oh, episodes where I compare them to all the Marvel villains. We can do that. Art star. Yep. I don't love Wiener. I'm just trying to make money. Lord <laughs> Art of his prime. No. Yeah, my real name is Joe. Did I ever tell you about the time I hung out with uh, DMC at Mertz? The Nerd School Podcast. The Sith Lord is here. Archstar. Welcome to the soap opera party. Where we're discussing. We talking about uh Dang and the Restless? Days of Our Lives. Oh. Featuring T Boz and Jack A. Is T Boz on it? T Boz was on it. I don't know if she is anymore, but she was. Wow. Recently? I don't know when T Boz was, but Jack A was on it last week, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, Jack A's been on there quite a few since the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, yes. I haven't watched. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I do know, like one of the last times I watched it, she was on there. Yep. So the three, the three dudes have all watched Days of Our Lives, <laughs> and I watched none of them. I've watched it ever since my mom probably had it on two decades ago. Well, and- that's a good intro to a new episode of <laughs> Nerd School. Ooh. Now soap opera school. <laughs> soap opera podcast. We're yep, back. We got everybody here. We got TBJ. Yep. What up? We got Wait. Professor Andy. <laughs> yep. I like I how just, you were me for a I second. I was just verifying that TBJ is indeed here. <laughs> okay. And the happy oh, hour cool. drunk man, the art star. He's still drunk from the last happy hour. Wow. <laughs> Hi guys, are we ready to talk about Thor: The Dark World? Yeah, Thor Two: Electric Boogaloo. Is that what is the alternate title? Mm -hmm. That's the alternate title of every movie that is the second movie in its franchise. (laughs) Either that, or it's uh, Two Thor, Two Dark, Two World. There you go. So this movie is the worst of the MCU, correct? Everybody it's accused of being the worst. Yeah, it. Everyone's got their own taste, but like this is uh, the worst, I mean, the bottom of the barrel. I think it's the no, bottom the, of the barrel. The first Thor is the worst. The first Thor. Is oh, that's right. You didn't like the yeah. first Thor. First Thor. Do you think the first what? Thor is worse than this one? Yeah, I do. I do because. Like ironic, no, not ironically. Oddly enough, like just watching the, the Dark World a couple of times recently, it's I've got them see where they've gotten like the whole progression of like how we got that Thor movie, and then of that like how like Iron Man 
and uh, what's the other one? Captain America, how like they were made around the same time, but they seem light years ahead of Thor. The Dark World, even though it was kind of stupid, I felt like it caught up to what Marvel is and what Marvel was at that time, along with like Avengers and then like with Iron Man 3 and with the Winter, uh, Winter Soldiers next, right? No, yeah, one, yeah. So it's like it's almost like there, but then it also, I don't know, like I got watching it, I just kept trying to sit there and pull stuff from it. And like I was visualizing myself watching uh, Ragnarok and then like Infinity War and all of that, and then seeing shit going, like even like with the Easter egg, not the Easter egg, the Easter um, no, the, the post credit scene where it was oh, like, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, and then it, like the whole like. Like you on it, like if you if you haven't seen, like Joe probably won't know. Joe Joe definitely won't know this, but then just like the whole thing that they like this is like the reality stone is pretty much Thor: The Dark World. Like yeah. it's all about the introduction of the reality stone, which you don't necessarily know that it's about that until you get to the very end, or if you already know. Which I know Joe. So that was the very is that the very end the post credit scene of the collector. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the reality stone that they were talking about. Yeah. That they were hiding. But so my question though, why do you th- so I didn't think it was dumb. I don't think it's I guess here's how I watch every movie. I take it in as it's a, it's its own thing. I don't prejudge it against anything and I don't think about what has come after. I just take it in and just going back and watching this one. I don't think it's a bad movie. Um, I liked having time to flush out some other people. I like getting more of Friga. I like those things um, for me, because we had a chance to see other people be badass other than Thor and his new meal. And oh. I, love, <laughs> I love extra Darcy time. Maybe that's because I'm a sarcastic. Um, yeah, Dar- Darcy. But I love. I stand Darcy. You love like, what? Wait, Darcy. let her finish her sentence. You love Darcy? I, I love anytime we, I do. I can oh. love Darcy. It's like he wanted you to perfect. He wanted you I know. To He's going to make me, force me to say it. I, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to say, I love Thor Dark World or I love Darcy or what you were about no, to say. No, I was going to say, I love her in general. Anytime we get to see her, it's a delight. Mm-hmm. So it's a little light in, in all of the superhero shenanigans. Um, I think we can all agree she brings the funny. But I mm-hmm. liked getting again. Odin got on my damn nerves this entire movie. I'm just yeah. that out real quick. I was like, dude, you you were working all my nerves in your in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> Odin uh, being considered a great father, whereas not actually being a great father. Uh, it right? comes to the, it comes to a head more in uh, Ragnarok. But uh, I mean, I mean, Odin is is positioned as you know the wise great and wise king he wasn't always that and he's still not always that (laughs) and i think the this movie suffers from or suffered at the time at least from being right after avengers the first Mm -hmm. avengers movie which was basically the pinnacle of nerdvana when that came out as like that's that's what everyone had dreamed of for long like all like the nerds comic nerds is like what if they made a movie with all the avengers in it that was an amazing thing. And then Iron Man 3 uh, kind of came out uh, and people, 
I don't know, like once you get to Avengers, everyone's expecting Avengers level everything after that. Mm. So going back down to Iron Man 3, Iron Man 3 kind of got uh, knocked around by the fans a bit because I think probably like, oh, why you focus on the kids so much. And then this one kind of came out and it wasn't <laughs> uh, and it didn't have everybody in it. So I think probably there, that everyone had to relearn. Oh, wait, not every movie. Had, it's going to be about the Avengers. These are different mm. people. Right. Uh, so I think there was a little bit of a post Avengers huh, kind of let down that eventually like Captain America, the next movie kind of picks it up and then uh, it gets I think also better. what it does too, though, is just like, you know, all of these movies always have some sort of thing where they decating towards this audience, that audience, or someone who just wants to watch like a good movie kind of thing. Like I said earlier, like, you know, to me, the realization just hit that this is basically a movie about the reality stone. And right. like, if you don't know that, going and watching to this movie, you want to say like, oh, this is that one guy with the hammer from a, like anything from Avengers. And you're expecting like some super big bad boss fight and like, you know, some other big cat, other than the, the, the um, Captain America cameo, some other big cameo just coming. That was so fun. Fight him up, beat him up, bang, bang kind of thing. But it, it like I say, it was a with the reality stone backstory yeah it's uh, i think uh the i remember i'm trying to remember the issues i had at the time with this movie because i mean thor i think at the time was like sort of the least exciting hero of all the avengers for me just because i mean he was still cool but like the first movie was i can't believe they made this work at all just knowing what right. I knew about Thor beforehand, the weird Viking who talks like Shakespeare, how are you going to translate it? And it actually worked enough to make it okay in the Avengers. And then this one was like, well, we're going back to to Viking Valhalla stuff. That's do you not... think? Do you think if he wasn't attractive, it, it would have worked? <laughs> oh no, Thor's like if, if he looked like Rick if... the Hammer Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would, would it not have worked. Have worked. It, it would not have worked. worked. Right? It had to be attractive Chris Hemsworth. I mean, him. <laughs> Greg what, if it, what, if, what if it was Matt Damon? Not Matt Damon. Uh, who plays Thor? This is Tom Cruise. Not, not no. Tom Cruise. What if, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben Affleck. What if it was Ben Affleck? No, uh, what if, I don't he, think all Affleck the time? could have been a Thor. Yeah, he, he's. Affleck is kind of just Affleck in a different outfit in a different situation all the time. Although there's a couple, like I think the town was pretty good. Uh, Argo was was solid. He has uh, gems. He does. He has, I mean, Ar Argo gems. was a movie that made going through customs exciting, and <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Right, Argo. You, you know who could have been Thor? <laughs> who could have been Thor, and the whole world would have rejoiced. Argo. Idris Elba, he Thor. Elba. Idris, Idris, Idris. Elba, Elba. He could have. So we could have We could have recast him, doll, and uh, put Idris in there with that. So that him Well, it, cool. yeah, Idris Elba was controversial casting when it first happened, just because everyone. Yeah, like, they're Norse gods. They should all be white. There shouldn't be any any black people in a Nordic god movie. And they're like, God bless. These are mythological characters. They can be anything. They could be any. Yeah, they didn't even have. But to we fake. see it everywhere. Listen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Literally. Yep. Uh, but you know, 
your people. I'm gonna say your people because it's your people. Your yeah. people got issues, yeah. Andy yep. and Joe. Uh, Andy and I, they Andy, hardcore issues. Hey, there's people that think Andy and I are Asian. So who, who thinks you're? Well, hey, can I say, well, Joe, when you, you want... had your hair out, yeah. when you grew your hair out, yeah, you kind of look like oh, what's the actor's name? He's not nine one one. Fabio. <laughs> no, Joe. No. I'm sorry. Was it Asian? I love you. An, an Asian guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Asian. He's mixed. Um, he's Asian and white. From Reno 911. Why not? It's a guy. Every time I every time I see the commercial for 911, there's like there's the one that the one guy on there oh. who looks like Joe, what? except he's more clean cut and he has a short haircut. Like if you were to sit there, like Joe, you could be his stand there. 911 is that show with Angela Bassett, right? Oh, I thought it was about Reno yeah. 911. Yeah. No. We'll have to look. Joe, I can see that. Yeah, we can look. You oh. grow your hair out. It's not there Ken- is a, Kenneth Troy. There is a no, I don't think that's it. Um, no, that's not who I'm thinking about for you, Joe. Like but I'll find it. It'll probably be after this okay, episode. That'll be like, fine. No, this but, is you. But Andy and I both have been asked, and I thought Art, I think you asked us when you first met us if we were I would not have read Andy as Asian. I would read Andy as average white guy. Uh, there's like two different people, and I remember being at girl. stage door and they asked yeah. if we were Asian. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> I don't know why. You guys see this. No, no, not really. Your background is kind of obscuring your image. <laughs> All right. Um, um, anyway, so that's what, it's our people that the white people that yeah we're talking about. Yeah. Well, so yeah, the Idris him doll Elba, controversy. Yeah. But Idris Elba is great, and Heimdall is great, and it makes me hope he could somehow show up in a different role in the MCU. Right. Yeah, I mean he's he's cool here, and uh, he's out like he has his awesome moment where the invisible ship comes by, and uh, he like, actually shoo, figures it out, shoo. and just I does the that. jumpy sword stab. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, this movie is not as bad as I remember it the first time I saw it coming out of it, going, eh. but the more yeah. I've seen it, the more I'm like, oh, you know, all right, it's it's what it it is what it is. It's his own thing, and it's cool. My big and, question is about the ether, the ether. That, that stuff the that lives in the sludge. wall or whatever, the angry yeah. sludge that lives in <laughs> the, the angry wall. Sludge. You know, it just lives in that wall and she happened to go find it. Like is well, that it wasn't a wall? It was like a she went through a dimension-ish kind of thing. It wasn't a wall per se. Yeah, it was more like a monolith that, that was in. Yeah. Okay. It was inside of there. Uh but yep. is this is this whole thing all from comics in the past, this ether? business or is it like a new thing or do we know uh i you know uh i was just looking at that or trying to determine that i mean the ether is the reality stone at some point it becomes oh, concentrated the becomes into the, yeah okay. so the ether is in a different form uh reality. and i'm not sure if that's um unfortunately my nerd knowledge fails me in this so according that, <laughs> to wikipedia uh malekith was attempting to use the ether to destroy the nine realms and return the universe to its pre-Big Bang state. According to the movie as well, not just Wikipedia. Well, according, yeah, they're, they're talking <laughs> about the, they're, the, the Wikipedia, I'm talking about the Wikipedia uh, description of the movie, uh, only to yeah. be thwarted by Boar, who had it hid, hidden. I didn't ever know Odin's father was Boar. B-O-R. Well, think about it. If you, if you know any type of Viking lore, Vikings like the sons are named after the dad. You have like Leif Erikson named after Eric the Red. 
<laughs> like, so I was watching this and I was like, well, let's say if, if, if Americans, like nowadays we did the whole, your, your name, like your last name ends up being, you had son to it, but then like, let's say, for instance, like I'm a junior. So my dad's name is Arthur. So like, if yeah. I was a Viking, they would be Arthur Arthurson. Like yeah, that. yeah. And we're, uh, Joe would be Joe Bobson. No joke. This is how my grandmother named her first three children. She just added on to their dad's name. But the thing is, they're, or the first two, they're women. So <clears throat> my aunt Leola's dad is Lee. My mom, Henrietta's dad is Henry. So my grandma was like, mm, all right, add on to these names. Let's just forget creativity. Uh, hey, your daughter Leola. Um, I like the name Leola, Henry, though. And Henrietta. here is Henrietta. Uh, she did not. Apparently, she must have been reading myths where she was like, you know what? No need to no need to add new names into this joint. <laughs> add some letters onto the existing names. There you go. Um, the other th that's Malekith is another thing this movie suffers from because the, the Teletubbies. The, yeah, They're the dark elves. Teletubbies. They look like Teletubbies to me. The, uh, it's just that Malekith, Christopher Eccleston is a good actor. Uh, he played Destro in the G.I. Joe movie. But uh, Oh, I didn't realize that was the same guy. Yep, and he's also played Doctor Who at one point. But this, like, he's got, like, maybe three lines Oscar. that are uh, not in Elvish. And uh, I did sorry. not know Hold it on. was that same guy. I didn't. So I'm yeah. surprised, Joe Verse. I'm surprised. I didn't realize that was the same guy as Joe Verse. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. That's normally Eccles, how you wrote Eccleston, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, the villain is just not compelling. All he is is like he just stares and uh looks at stuff and wants to make everything dark. It's just there's no Depth I mean, yeah, there's there's not I can agree to that. Yeah. He's not super compelling. I mean, like, yes, he's threatening, but mm -hmm. it, it's just he's talks and mutters stuff in Elvish and then says a few things and then uh, uh, kind of isn't very interesting. Yeah, I can see that 100 um, percent. No, Joey Connor and Teletherby. I was like, an anorexic teletubby, teletubby, good God, because they were just so. <laughs> maybe that's how they lived. They were life. like putty from uh, Power Rangers. Like even most of them to me look like look like they were straight out of Power Rangers. You know, just the walking, the bulky seats. Like this is like Power Rangers in the MCU. All right, hold on a minute. I have to. Yeah, what? Well, take care of something here, Christopher. Uh, while we're talking about Christopher. Eccleston, he went to mm -hmm. Joseph Eastman High School. Uh, in are we on time? Are we on American timeline? In Salford, <laughs> England. Uh, this is famous alumni. If uh, yeah. no, notable alumni include uh, <laughs> judo coach and bronze medalist Neil Eckersley, a weightlifter and bronze medalist David Mercer, and Luke Marshall. Whoever Luke Marshall. Is. Everybody listening, that is Joe's plug for American timeline. <laughs> well, Luke Marshall is an Irish Everybody. rugby union player. So there you go. Uh, I also, Wait, what? I know. 
If you guys have not tuned in to Joe's other podcast, American, American Timeline, Time history for jerks. To he loves the tunnel of uh, alumni and high schools and colors and who their mascots was. Yes, and a little preview of this week's episode. I made my daughter listen to uh, the birthdays of John Malkovich and Sam Kinison. <laughs> I made <laughs> I'm her sure listen. To, she was so excited. I made her watch video previews of both of them uh, to, so she knew who they were. Oh, good lord! So smart. Yeah. Um, what did you pick from Sam Kinison? Well, let's let's leave that for. He American was just Times. screaming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she was like, "Dad, my wife left me." Oh. I try to convince her to be Sam Kinison for Halloween next year, but I'm not. I'm sure, sure she's not. I, I don't, I don't think she's into that. Uh, yeah, other but, interesting things about this film. Yeah. Uh, the Frigga Warriors Three. Yeah, Frigga. We needed more Frigga. I remember being disappointed that she was uh, killed off before she did a whole because lot. This is the chance to use that actress who's Renee very, Russo. Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Very famous for a lot of stuff, right? And but we got up. to see her fight yeah. for a moment. And I was yeah. like, thank goodness. My God. <clears throat> a little bit of woman badassery. Yeah. yeah. And then we see a little conflict between uh, Natalie Portman's character and uh, Odin. You know, Lady Sif. Yeah, I don't think it's a conflict. I think it's a um, jealousy, little tinge. That's that's also comic book shit too, because like in the comic book, there was always been that. I don't want to say it was a love triangle, but it's just that the whole like both of them and like Thor, like I guess torn between two women kind of thing. Yeah, but I think it's more of like uh, not torn. Like, oh my god, I love her so much but this is who i should be with right, right. This is the goddess yeah you world tells me to be with yeah and this is who i'm that's what i'm supposed to do but this is who i actually love over here in these streets you ever been stuck in one of those conundrums tbj i don't like enough people to be stuck in any of those <laughs> <laughs> art star what about you you ever been in one of those like love things where you're like oh i should be with this person but said I'm with this person? And if so, who and where do they no. live now? I know, because no, we never I, get Art Star's backstory. We don't know what he does. I, 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 hey, I gave Joe three hours of backstory. Yeah, I know. Two hours. more episodes of back, Art Star backstory. He's got to air it all out. And, and, and that's, not, that's, not, that's, that's just a bit of my origin story. And that's just one beer, one beer's worth. <laughs> Man, you got to get him into three beers. So yeah, once we get, get the shots flow. flowing, we'll get the real Art Star story. Yeah. But um, every sexual encounter of Art Star on the next episode of Nerd School. <laughs> wow. After three shots of vodka. <laughs> I love how you guys paint me out to be like this weak liquor holding type of dude. Well, do, we paint, do we paint you that way or <laughs> I mean or... you just y'all just said three shots of liquor. I basically become like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to say a snitch. Um, I'm just gonna say in one live show where you had a beer, <laughs> and yes, it was uh, what is that a high? What do you call that percentage? But after that one beer, I just want to remind you, you. I don't know what you're talking about. Barely I, I, paying attention. I, I, I barely recall anything of a such. And you barely I recall wanna, it because you had the one damn I'm, beer. That's I'm going to have why to you barely back recall it. To the topic of this podcast, which is, which is Thor in the uh-huh. Dark World. It, it was a significantly high proof beer. But uh, that's my point. That one beer and three shots of vodka should probably accomplish the same thing. But I believe you said on the last episode, <laughs> is, 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 that you is, don't is, drink. But hey, 
isn't that sort of problematic? I would think that's sort of problematic. Problematic. That's almost what's problematic. Us uh, just like, setting a it's fact. Almost, it's almost like you guys plan on slipping me a couple of Mickey's. <laughs> no, if we were going to slip you a Mickey, we wouldn't tell you that we're about to give you three shots. The shots could be in celebration of whatever. We could get together and just fellowship and be like, shot, shot, shots, because we're out here doing the damn thing. And right, yeah, like, and or, the whole time. You know, you Joe's know. taking over something or, you know, Andy's conquered the dark world. We never know what <laughs> shots to. We never know. That's all we're saying. <laughs> it all boils down to, you know, you're trying to get under the skin of a fledgling Sith Lord, but it's cool. Am I, I trying? It's, it's cool. It's not an it's Asperger. Cool. You just I feel. Everything. I feel like if you're a fledgling Sith Lord, everything gets under uh, your skin already. Because <laughs> if, you if know, you're just, going down the dark just, path, stuff's under your just, skin already. <laughs> I just changed my Twitter handle to uh, Knight of Kylo. Lord. Uh, I, I I much prefer Artemis Prime. <laughs> I mean, Artemis Prime is still there, but I just want you to know I'm a Knight of Kylo. Okay, why, why, why? Kylo's not, not even sort of, right? Isn't this, 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 hey, I, if I wanted to, I could knight <laughs> hey. Joe. Hey, I could knight Joe. Hey, Joe, Joe is a knight of Artemis Prime. Well, because we're the Rock and Roll Express, he's baby. My, he's my Joe. The, he's my squire. Joe's just gonna co-sign on whatever you put out there. We're styling and profiling, right? Woo. Yeah, this doesn't make it okay. Woo. Our no. star is the Ric Flair of the uh, Nerd School podcast. We're the four. And, we're, we're the four horsemen. Who's the four horsemen? I'm, I'm, I'm Arn Anderson. No, and, and, no oh, Andy's yeah, probably Arn. Arn. Maybe yeah, I'm yeah. Arn. Andy's Mungo yeah, McMichael. <laughs> Tiffany's not here for this, so <laughs> she's not. I mean, nobody can really be Chris Benoit because of yeah, tragedy. no one wants to be. Yeah. But on that note, let's take a quick break uh, and listen to this. Uh, word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. I like true crime, so I decided to make a true crime podcast where I cover true crime stories year by year. And I hate true crime, so I decided to beef up my wife's true crime podcast by telling people what was on TV during each one of those murders or who was winning that wrestling match during that awful rape. The result is American Timelines, where we cover strange, fascinating happenings. And sometimes silly stories and even birthdays. Didn't you always wonder when Don Cheeto was born? No. Didn't you at least wonder what the number one song was when Don Cheeto was born? No. Well, what did you want to know? Just about murder. Sweet, sweet, grisly murder. Well, sometimes you talk about UFOs or ghost stories, too. Yes, those are cool, too. And who hasn't wondered what episode of 227 was on during a haunting? Everyone. Download and subscribe to American Timelines by History for Jerks. You can hear it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. It's better than it sounds. It really is. American Timelines by History for Jerks, the greatest podcast ever. Okay, and we're back, and the nerds are going to teach me about the collector. What's the deal with the collector, and what's the... What's the deal with the collector? Who's that guy, and what's he supposed to be, and why am I... Like, I feel like he's still only been in it. Like, this is our Well, you've seen him before. You just saw him in um, What If. Yeah, well... Yeah, but I only yeah. think I remember him from this. Like, is he is he a big? Does he end up being a big storyline in the MCU or uh, sort of? He shows up a couple times. Uh, it's the first hint of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, cosmic 
Marvel stuff that they're about to start in this phase. Uh, and, you know, he's got a part to play in Infinity War. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's Benicio Del Toro. Uh, Everybody collector. loves Benicio Del Toro, right? All people right. love Benicio Del Toro? I think so. Who doesn't love Frankie Four Fingers? What's that? Frankie Four Fingers. From Usual Suspects? From Snatch. Oh, Snatch. It's a man with four fingers. (laughs) Uh, Let it out, Art Star. Well, Dotoro was uh, born in San Germain. Puerto Rico to Gustavo Adolfo Del Toro Bermudez and Fausta Genoveva Sanchez Rivera. You nailed it. You nailed it. (laughs) They were both lawyers. Who's born to two lawyers? The best way I've ever heard that. Yeah. It makes sense. Two lawyer parents, you become an actor. Yeah. The collector is one of the elders of the universe. There's like a uh, elders of elders of the universe. Yeah. I don't know a hell of a lot about them. I keep mixing them up with the attorneys. We have the contest of champions where it's him versus um but that's the grandmaster. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the grandmaster who grandmaster shows up with the next collector. For contest of champions is the grandmaster and a collector using each of their different champions. Or Dragon Ball Z yeah. does kind of sort of the same thing with that thing where they have like these two creatures from the same universe or like supposed like they almost like cousins, but anyway. Can you so. dumb this down for me? What is this? It's like <laughs> so it's like galactic collectors it's like, of it's like hero clicks and then, and then they make them fight in like an arena type of thing yeah the collector right. also collects people uh, as you'll yeah. find out later yeah. uh the grandmaster is a guy who's all into games and challenges and stuff which and, you'll find out about in Thor ragnarok yeah he's what's uh, he called the games master the grandmaster Grand, grandmaster and i don't know if they're brothers or whatever me. but they, they've brothers. done this there's this marvel storyline called the contest of champions that doesn't hasn't been in the mcu yet really okay. or well i guess it I has i guess the stuff in ragnarok is the contest yeah. of champions but uh it was an excuse for you know marvel comics to have heroes fight each other which they do all the time now anyway okay right uh, but back in the day it was like secret wars was the first big uh marvel crossover like that uh where you know a bunch of heroes got taken to some distant battle world planet and forced to fight each other by some and then they keep doing it over and over and over again yeah yeah Uh, we'll see plenty of that in civil war but is there an element of this whole idea and thing to like poke fun at comic fans who are also like toy fans and collectors and all that poking fun i don't think it's poking fun or is it just or is it more of would you say it's more of like you will relate to these characters because they collect things like you do or or is it not even a I don't know if they were made for us to relate to as characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not say. I think it's just a storyline. of it's a storyline. Everything has something bigger, I think. If I were to dissect it, as to me, there's always something bigger than the thing happening. If we want to go. That's how I would imagine it being like. The heroes aren't in all the control. There's someone who can control them for this circumstance, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, there's Elders of the Universe is like a lot of you know weird cosmic shit. Really, um, trying to see who the other ones are. It's not just um, these two guys. 
But uh, okay. yeah, crap. Uh, that would be more research on my part. I don't know a hell of a lot of hell of a lot about these guys. Well, we can we can. I mean, oh, we're gonna have to uh, deal with them again in Thor Ragnarok. So yeah, Joe will probably have another question about the Grandmaster. That, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll have you know because like I, as you all obviously know, like for me, seeing that and seeing. Uh, oh, he's a collector guy. I don't know, it means nothing, but for oh. you guys, like, oh, it's the collector, oh, right? Right, you know, the elders of the universe, and I think the original, uh, infinite, like the original infinity saga where they introduced all the infinity stones and stuff. The elders, like, each elder had one of them, like, was the guardian, like, the caretaker of one of the infinity stones. Okay, like, there was there was the champion who's a giant wrestler kind of dude. Was um, he is he in the MCU or is this not that we've seen? Not that, I haven't seen that guy. Uh, there's like you know, there's the gardener, there's the, the astronomer, there's uh, a a batch of different weirdos that they had to, you know, go to different areas and pass different tests to get the uh, infinity stones. I think so. That's what that was, if I recall properly. Um, but that's what the collector is about, and they don't they don't really lean into that super much. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's kind of like a, just a weirdo eccentric in this. But unless yeah. they, unless they uh, uh, change things in the next phase or bring him back for some reason, but um, well, Benicio del Toro uh, was in Madonna's uh, La Isla Bonita video. Just a little trivia there for you. <laughs> Good to know. And, and Miami Thanks. Vice. He was on Miami. This Vice. is your. This is your thing, Jeff. Yeah, trivia. I'll just throw out the trivia every once in a while. Yeah. Right. So when it, Joe's like, ready for the trivia, your dichotomy. You're like the obscure weird trivia guy yeah, yeah. Uh, other trivia is that the guy who plays fandral in the warriors three you know fandral uh-huh. volstag okay, and which Hogan. one is fandral okay let me try to guess that's josh, those three that's so, josh dallas's character that got i won't say got he, he got kicked off but um he decided to go do manifest and some other thing so he left time. he left the mcu this guy fandral yeah, yeah. So was it fandral no wait so these the the Warriors three are Source buddies. Lady Sif. <laughs> Lady Sif is not one of the Warriors three. Oh, it's she, she makes she's like the fourth. Lady Warriors Sif thing. and the Lady Warriors. And the Warriors it's three. like yeah. and the war. Yeah. So she's I like remember that. Like the heavy guy with the red beard. Yeah, Sif is D'Artagnan. The other three are the three Musketeers, basically. There you go. What are their three names? I'll try to guess which one. Fandral, Hogan, and Volstag. Volstag's the guy with the big beard, right? Right. So I got that. Hogan. played by a guy who played Punisher once. One guy. Oh, yeah, because these are the ones that Tony Stark calls uh, Robin Hood. And yeah, Tony Stark doesn't call him that. Robin Hood, Jackie Chan and Cena. Yeah, yeah. No, which one? Uh, That that was like a shield agent from the first. Yeah, it was shield. Oh, that's where it came up. But yeah, anyway, I don't know which one's Hogan then. Well, Fandral is Shazam. <laughs> yeah, the guy who plays Fandral, who is Robin Hood. Yeah, he plays Shazam later. He plays Shazam in the Shazam movie. Oh. He also was in the movie. Super Nerd. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Hogan is Jackie Chan, and uh, he's... Uh, That's a famous guy, too, right? Uh, yeah. Japanese I, don't actor. I don't know. And then uh, Volstagg is the big dude. And they had, they each had a moment in here. They did. They had a moment to show off their skill sets and their which which makes their uh 
their appearance in the, the next Thor movie, all that more. Uh, <laughs> the demise of the Warriors 3. <laughs> which just like, oh, remember these guys? No need to. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just, oh, these guys were a thing. They're not anymore. See ya. Which is uh, a little disappointing, but. Right. There's, they there's enough. Been. Yeah. There's enough going on in Ragnarok that. You could have made it sure. a thing. Yeah. Oh, we need to close these guys story arcs you know what's also weird about this too like this is around the time that sif was making her one of her few guest appearances on agents of shield and it's almost like the mc shield was still which i think i read recently they're supposed to be getting back to being canon in the mcu but at the time they were still kind of sort of canon and then they went their separate way Marvel television went separate from Marvel yeah. movies, and you stopped seeing less of, you know, I mean, not, I won't say less of, but you didn't see a lot of them anyway, but like, you didn't see Sam Jackson occasionally pop up on shows and be like, how did they afford Sam Jackson for this, you know, brief cameo? <laughs> yeah, like, like the movies would never acknowledge them, but they kept acknowledging the movies like desperately. Mm-hmm. Like, Please validate us. And they did with, you know, uh, Nick Fury showing up here and there and Sif showing up. And they oh, had they, did? They, sh- they showed up on the Agents of Shield show. Yeah, yeah. just to, like uh, basically cameos. All the, there's Coulson, like one episode with Sif, and you know Coulson. They, yeah, they, they, then they said then they they ran with Coulson dying in the MCU. I mean, like they started, which allowed them to introduce life model decoys into Agents of Shield, which became a super big thing of that show. Like yeah. so many LMBs. LMDs are essentially robot duplicates of people. Oh, jeez. Like, much like L- the robot Isaac L- from L- the Love What are you saying? L- L- oh, God. Life LMD? model decoy. So, is that like the, the same thing that Isaac on the Love Boat has? Yeah. There's one episode of the Love Boat that I watched recently that, that mm-hmm. where Telly Savalas as Dr. Fabian Kane built a robot version of Isaac the bartender to steal a horse <laughs> from Terry from Three's Company. I'm just watching Tiffany's face as you're saying this. Just like... that's a sen- I just like saying that sentence. You know, I never was into the love boat. So. I wasn't either, but I've just been watching it lately. Is just like late night. All right, as your uh, COVID watching screens. Yeah, I'm full. I'm in full on holiday movie madness. Oh, already oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, uh, every weekend is a new movie, and you got at least three or four channels that show a new movie. Did Some you watch Wine, whatever, whatever it was that that new one they had with Wine in the title with the black guy? It's wine. Country Did it air this past weekend? <laughs> right. No, I didn't. I wasn't here this weekend, so I, ha- I had to catch up on this weekend's viewings. Um, I have an app on my phone. It gives me a list of all the ones that are premiering in 2021, and I check off <laughs> as I watch them. Listen, you laugh, but work yeah. right now is stressful AF, and yeah, keeping me from like throwing my desk and resigning in a fit yes. is Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the end of every episode that it says, "Did I fuss at you today?" You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark. Yes. Right. That's exactly that's my favorite. Quote. Uh, that's it. We're gonna, like, we're gonna like, change that like for for this current moment at work. Is did I quit today? No. Okay. Thank Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs>
That is where we are, y'all, with life. I love what I do, but do you ever though? Here's my question about this homework. I've been thinking a lot about this every time, every at the end of every episode when you say that. I think, are there ever any Hallmark movies where you're like, this isn't even it, and it's like he shouldn't be with her, you know? Then you're mad. No, they don't. They always some that are just a little too much, and I'm like, okay, we're not. I'm not about to sit down and do this today. Um, but that's what you mean, like too sappy. I mean, too sappy. Like, if it's too sometimes, I don't like certain actors, and I may be like, This ain't it, girl. Um, and if that's so, you you definitely wouldn't watch the Tom Cruise holiday movie. No, we're gonna say (laughs) hell to the no, and the late words, in the words of late Whitney Houston, hell to the no. (laughs) To no, Bobby, to no, I know, Bobby. Bobby, no, uh, no, that brings, for me. That, that brings up a question. Like, I was trying to think, does Tom Cruise have a Christmas movie? And then I go, in, would, would he do Scientologists celebrate Christmas? Do they have holidays? Oh, that's a good question. But he'd be acting, so it wouldn't necessarily yeah. it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like Tom Cruise saves Christmas. No, but I think he does pay attention to what his people say in the church before he takes a role. Well, the church probably says you should celebrate yourself. I can't imagine having someone tell me like, oh, well, you can't play this before you're, I don't know, I guess. It goes past that. Sometimes they're telling you, you can't, listen, my cousin was in a cult and it was like, you can't home to visit your family. It's if like my younger cousin had a field trip at school before they made him switch into the cult school, my older cousin would have to ask permission from the head of the church if he could go on this school field trip. Like, it doesn't make sense to most of us because we, I'm not asking a grown-ass person about permission that's not (laughs) work-related. But when you're in, you don't always know that you're in. And then by the time you're at the point where you're asking permission to do things, thinking... Oh man, I'm about to get this. As long as I ain't trying to hurt nobody or kill nobody, you know, you ain't gonna. I'm, I can't. I can't imagine having some Christian preacher tell me that, you know, you you can't do this podcast because when it's podcast, I hear you say fuck a lot, and we uh, don't condone that. Uh, <laughs> oh, but you. that's not what happens. I don't think. I, I don't. Know, I, know. I have never edited who I am, and I go to church. Mm-hmm have a church home have a church family not once has anyone ever said tiffany tone it down (laughs) (laughs) the level of sass that is tiffany is the same because it's not their job like it's if i'm out here doing crazy things they may just be like are you all right is everything okay do you need something but you should start questioning if where you are what you belong to is really um forcing you and it's not listen it's in a lot of subgroups. It's not always religious affiliated. There are, when you go into these smaller groups and someone takes the lead, think of serial killer partnerships. Somebody's in charge of that sucker. Somebody's making the Manson. Yeah, like some, somebody's following the lead of the other person, but it's never like, here, follow my lead. We're, we're toxic. Nope, you're just in it. You're doing a thing, and next thing you know, you're a Scientologist jumping on Oprah. So stuff. you're sitting there saying that Tom Cruise would be forbidden, possibly, from making a Christmas movie. 
because I don't think out. they would come I'm, to him uh-huh. and say you're forbidden. I think they would. I think they're not dumb. One. I think I think they arrange all his movies, don't they? Like, but I think they give him advice. I think they would ask him, "Hey, do you think that's a smart move? Is this something you would want to do?" You, I, I think they would let him do it because Christmas movies are money makers, and that's what they're about. And they need my, they need their celebrity spokesperson, their their idol to uh, keep the recruitment numbers up. I would think. Yeah, so people probably, do say that they 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 let Tom they cater to Tom Cruise. Yeah, high level Scientology, famous Scientology is not rank and file Scientology. Yeah. It's you know they'll do anything to I keep their. Hope, hope they don't come for us, Andy. They <laughs> might they come. They could come cancel on. us. <laughs> Come for Church me. I got time. Oh, TBJ got a battle. <laughs> Come for me. I yeah. got time right now. We'll and a lot it. of angst. Let's uh, do it. Can we talk real quick about Darcy's uh, love scene? Uh, <laughs> making out with the intern? Yeah. <laughs> he great. saves her life. He saved her life. And then she he just makes out with him. Makes out with him. <clears throat> yep. uh, how do you like uh, uh, Dr. Eric Selvig having gone crazy after Loki mind controlled him in the Avengers? And then oh, he had a concussion God. to, he needed to get it hit in the head really hard to shake it. And now he's uh, experiencing uh, post-traumatic symptoms of running around naked on Stonehenge. That was fun seeing it. him run around naked in Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. I love the whole bit because they're like, each of them keeps calling, where is Eric? We can't get a hold of Eric. <laughs> we as an audience see that he's out here yeah. in lectures in the insane asylum. Like, we can see that, but they're all like, where did he, he's not answering me. I don't know. Sweet, sweet Stanley cameo. I know. Yep. Uh, that was cute. That that cameo was cute from Stanley. And Stanley, and this one was, definitely felt like a granddad. Like, it was like cute granddad though, right? Like, oh, shoot. Like, remind yeah. me what he, remind me what he did. What was uh, our... he, he was in the asylum listening to yeah. Eric Selvig give the big speech and he's like, can I have my shoe back, please? Yeah, Yeah. when Eric's like, does anyone have any questions? And he's like, yeah. Can I have my shoe back? Can I have my shoe back? That's funny, yeah. I love, yeah, it was cute. You know, I think a lot of people love the cameos, but I like when it's done in such a way that it's it's a bit cute. No, I love that bit. I love him going crazy. I love him needing to be around his people again to be like, ah, and let's be real. Even in his sanity, was he really ever fully sane? <laughs> Let's take it back to the first Thor. Was he ever really yeah. fully sane? Dr. Selvig? Uh, well, you know, when it comes to science, you know, I always say like there's a thin line between like scientists and like madmen. That's so true. it's like, you know, some, some, you know, pop culture when it comes to like science, scientists usually go super crazy, do something super fucked up. And then we have like some sort of anomaly, some sort of awesomeness, or we have, you know, failure. So, yeah, how many villains have been scientists, right? Right. Look at Dr. Doom. Yeah. Valid, valid. Well, he's also a, a wizard. Look, if you he's want a master to go of science project, and magic. Now in the comic books, we have, you know, the, the great Charles Xavier. You know, he Charles, I don't want to say he went crazy, but. You know, he he became kind of despotish later on in yeah. like uh, House of X and all of those. Like 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 mutant. Like he he started to agree with one of the greatest mutants ever. You know, Magneto. 
I like how you said it, and before anyone said anything else, you went, Yes, I said it. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, because I was tough. I, I just want to point back out that you always accuse other people of fighting with you, but you came into that <laughs> sentence. With your glove, and I wasn't even about to say a damn thing. I, I'm, 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 I'm accepting who I am. I'm accepting. Yeah, but you were real quick with that. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's like, you ready to, you ready to jump? Is this what's happening? I said what you. I said. Ain't nobody fighting you though. You was just ready to <laughs> battle. But you blame other people all the time about coming at you when the truth is you literally are just ready to fight at all times. To Uh-oh. quote Tom Hiddleston, trust my rage. <laughs> Did anybody else watching this have different emotions for Loki after watching the Loki series? I mean, yeah, this is where you find out he really does give a shit about his mother yeah uh and like as mad as he is is at odin and who wouldn't be because odin's odin got on my own damn nerves yeah yeah odin odin leans towards the dickish uh not just leans he's sitting wholeheartedly on it (laughs) yeah (laughs) and every once in a while he has he has a nice moment he's also uh yeah um which is you know it, which also leads into the interesting thing from what if if thor was an only child if Lo- if odin had never adopted loki loki would have apparently uh, he was supposed to like he says in here your birthright was to die right you were abandoned and then uh apparently he would have grown up to be a really chill frost giant and then hang out with party thor yeah i and- think that's what i kept thinking about it was just like kind of wished that was happening like oh yeah what she was that whole thing party yeah but it broke my heart just a little bit when um thor goes to get him out the prison and he has the mirage up of him like being badass and then it's like enough and then you just see him in his cell everything's torn apart looking like a shattered mess because his mom is calm um it made me it made me go okay like i'm not i don't stand loki as a character yeah. um Tom thinking, obviously but he loved his <laughs> mom she was there for him she you know she came to check on him and she was the, she's like for, she was raised by witches she's yeah more into loki's side of you know cunning magic shit and, yeah and uh he can always see uh she could always see through illusions and stuff like that and yeah so which is i was like <laughs> that's their vibe okay yeah because so, like it was there was enough friga in this i was like i'm kind of mad that there's not more friga right but, but, but then we get more in and end game so yeah I'm glad but they, they i feel like we could have had so much we could have had so much more time yeah i don't think she did a whole lot in the first thor movie no we kind of see her but yeah. we don't see like this was an embodiment of not only are you the king we get lots of sarcasm out of her when talking to her husband we uh-huh. get motherly side of her when she's dealing with her sons we get the badass i will i will fight you sucker um <laughs> she goes into the battle with the elf like we get all sides of her and i'm like man there's so much room i need marvel hey marvel if you're listening I need a series that's just the badass queens of the Marvel Universe together. I don't know what they're doing, 
I don't know how you're gonna bring something That'd like cool. You work it out, Marvel. I don't care what universe this is in. Let's just just have a moment of just badass queenery, including for the for listening. Yeah, she's the queen of Asgard. Yeah. Uh the the multiverse, all bets are off. Anything can happen. Exactly. That's why I said I don't care where you do it. Make it happen. If you need it to be a TV show, again, invite me to your studios. I'll be happy to talk this through. Marvel, yeah, we talked this through. So yeah, so this movie is is uh, it was kind of I guess forgotten until you know Endgame rolls around and they actually go yeah. back. This becomes like a major uh, segment of Endgame is they go back in time to this uh, yeah. era in this movie, which we'll get oh. to at the end of phase. Three. So they're gonna come back to this time period. Yeah, like yeah, this time at, at when all this is happening, we're gonna come back to this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I'm so, sticking uh, a pin. I'm sticking a pin in Thor: The Dark World. Darcy making out with that intern. <laughs> is that and the part you want to stick a pin in? That one part, right? There. <laughs> I like Darcy. She's cute, and I also like uh, Selvig running around naked at Stonehenge. The only other person I've known to ever run around naked at Stonehenge is Art Star. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, now you know two people. Yep. <laughs> uh, any other questions about this? I Nerd don't. Ha- I didn't have any other questions. Just did you guys like it, and what did you give it? We'll wrap this up by just giving your like thumbs up, thumbs down. Is it? Is it really just a victim of when of the time it came out? Like right, like Andy said, right <laughs> after Avengers was so good, and Thor three was so good, or Thor two, Thor three. Thor right. three, like Thor it was three, really good. Thor three, yeah. It's, I it think is. like some of the constraints. Not Thor three, first... Iron Man three. Sorry, Iron, Iron Man Man's... three didn't go over that well either. It did with the nerds. But this came out right after Iron Man. 3. Yeah, this was Iron Man three movie. was awesome. But you're it about was. to say that Thor three is so good that it makes this one look like shit. Right? I like I love. The, yeah, yeah. The first two Thor but movies. It's also a different director as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, is this a problem with who direct who directed this one? We didn't talk about that. We just talk about that. I don't even remember. I know it wasn't Kenneth Branagh who did the first one. <laughs> well, Taika Waititi does the next two Thors that we get. Oh, the the deal with this was uh, Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct it, uh, Thor: The Dark World, who directed the Wonder Woman movie. Or both Wonder Woman movies. Patty uh, Jenkins. Can I say? Can, can I say this real quick? Real quick. Yes, you can say it, Art Star. Say it, Art Star. Like you know, so Thor's Thor. I'm doing air quotes. Thor's theme music is immigrant immigrant punk, right? Wonder immigrant, Woman. Immigrant Wonder, song from Led Zeppelin. Immigrant, immigrant song, yeah. Immigrant punk is Gorgo Badello. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, Wonder Woman. Her theme music sounds eerily like this song. But it is, and it's one of those things where like Patty Jenkins directed these movies. I'm wondering how much say so she had in when they were doing the music for this. Like, you know, we're gonna Patty Jenkins this. didn't direct this movie. That was a big no, controversy at the time. To. No, she was going to, one, and that's I'm why Natalie Portman one, signed back door. on. She, she was Natalie Portman was very excited to work with Patty Jenkins, and then for some reason she left, and some dude was hired. Natalie Alan, Portman was mad Alan about Taylor. it. Yeah, uh, who also directed a Terminator movie that nobody liked. Yeah, but, but I, was, uh, I was just trying to say I was saying the correlation between Thor and Wonder Woman's music. Like I know Patty Jenkins did didn't do Thor, she did Wonder Woman. 
Like if you listen, you think she has Taylor, some influence on the music from when Wonder, whenever Wonder Woman goes into her badassery. If you listen to the music, it sounds. Ex- ex- I don't want to say exactly like immigrant song, but it's it's almost as if it's a, a cover of immigrant song, but it's yeah. done by um this DJ and I think Hans Zimmer or somebody else. But yeah. if, if, if you don't know and you're listening to it, it's almost like oh shit. Thor's music came on when Wonder Woman's fighting. Uh, Immigrant Song was not Thor's music until uh, Taika Waititi and Thor Ragnarok. Because uh, that song isn't played until then. And Led Zeppelin was always notoriously stingy about letting their music be used for anything. Mm-hmm. Until, except now, I think it's in every other commercial. Because I think they finally said, well, screw it, let's make money. Right. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Bring in the monies. So this director is to blame. Alan Taylor is the problem. He's the reason it sucked. I don't know if it it sucked though. I I wouldn't say it sucked. I mean, not that it sucked. It's just the worst of the MCU, which means it's still probably better than most movies, right? Because the MCU is so great. I'm not. I'd, I'd have to really think about what is the worst of the MCU. Uh, yeah I think someone asked Andy someone did ask Andy and I this question a few weeks ago at Van Gogh they said which movie do you like the least and neither one of us could give a solid answer and I think we both said most people dislike this but I think my answer was I don't dislike a movie per se there are people I dislike their actors or scenes I may dislike but I don't overall and Andy didn't have a full answer yeah I mean I still have to think I think and I don't know if like people hate this. People don't hate this movie. I don't think. I think they just are, are like just eh. Eh, eh. It's it's the most eh of the MCU. And I don't think the MCU really gets much less than eh. Depending well, on who you're talking to. This Alan Taylor guy is also known for Lost, The West Wing, Six Feet Under, Sex in the City, The Sopranos, and Game of Thrones. I guess. So hella good TV shows. All good but, TV shows. But yeah, this was a big uh the the whole Patty Jenkins got yeah like creative differences or something and then Natalie Portman was mad so everyone figured but she was still contractually obligated to do this movie so she wasn't really gung ho into it you think she half-assed it she mailed it I, in I maybe think she was okay uh yeah, but I don't think Natalie but I think like the the rumor was like oh well Natalie Portman doesn't want to be part of this anymore she's too pissed which is why you'll see in the next Avengers movie like they they kind of sort of write her off but, oh no! Uh, I guess they came around, and she's coming back for oh, yeah. for four, which is still my only trouble with her. I do have a problem with Natalie Portman. Almost that, not it's, I don't know. It's a problem. It's just that she maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. She's such a good actress. I feel like it's. I feel like she doesn't fit. Like for some reason, Scarlett Johansson's good and act action and everything. But I was trying to like, why doesn't Natalie Portman? But Natalie Portman just seems too real of an actor. Like she makes it real. Which I guess you want, but it's just. But not she is. Person. She's just a regular scientist. I think yeah. she's just a regular scientist. I guess she's good, but it just it doesn't seem like a Marvel movie when every time she's in, it's like now this is so like why, a real. Why movie. does it feel that way when ScarJo was in something? Because she seems cartoon like bigger than life or something. Like she's like you don't see Natalie Portman as bigger than life. No, she's like a realistic actor. Yeah, I don't something. see Natalie. I I can see where you're going with that. Natalie- I think because she's such a good actress. I think it's it just throws me off, I guess. It's good though. I think it's a good thing because it makes it more realistic. It makes That's this kind of crazy Thor world realistic. How yeah. can he? So maybe it's she's kinda, the only yeah. reason it is realistic because she's so good. And Darcy's funny. There's such a good that was the plan of the MCU is like to get legit actors to yeah. do these yeah. things. 
and not wrestlers. I'll tell you, I tried to watch that two girls, one cup in a pizza place that, that she's on. <laughs> Darcy's there. on. Uh, that yeah. show sucks. Really? But she's I almost, to watch it she's almost the same. I don't, she's almost the same character though. Like, Oh, Kat Dennings I is like very Kat Dennings, much the but it's just same like every every is. five seconds there's a laugh track. It's like every yeah. five seconds is a joke. I'm like, ah. I'm not gonna pretend Cat Dennings doesn't play Cat Dennings and yeah. everything. She's and not, in, in, in her case, that's not a bad thing. She's no, it's done in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's done in a way where it still makes us smile. Uh, she could get it. Listen, right. I can't can say that. Too. I can't right. say that about her though, because I'm gonna say it. She can get it. It's oh fine. yeah, TBJ. Yeah. But she's so Listen. much younger than us, though. She's like uh, old enough to be our children. Me a drink she, at the bar. That's she just got married, or so she's younger. got engaged to Andrew WK recently. Oh, he's old. Who, right? I did see that. He yeah. uh, he does only songs about partying. Every like, there's an album. Oh, yeah, he had one big hit called Party Hard. And then I look in the back of that has album, done, and every other title had the word party in it. Has what he done he anything recently? The same shit, as far as I know. All right, nerds. Let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. Now we got to party. We got to end this. Hard. We're going to go around the right. horn. Everybody give us one sentence about this movie. Leave us with one sentence. Thor the Dark World. Art Star, go. Trust my rage. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Andy. I said it twice. One sentence about Thor the Dark World. Uh... Not as bad as everyone Thor. says, but also not super exciting. TBJ. I think everyone should go back and rewatch it and formulate their current opinion of it. Yeah, I'd say that. Okay. Re- it's good for reevaluation. Yeah. It just has a lame villain. Yeah, that, that yeah. Whatever, it's, that's a, it's like watching Teen Titans go, which I love. And you know, Teen Titans go. They don't really battle any. Every so often, Trigun shows up, but like they fight, they fight people like Doctor Light. So it's like, yeah, right, yeah. Well, if like, you like, yeah, the, so if you like Teletubbies, then you might like this. You'll love this. There you go. That's the only problem. Those, those guys look or, like Teletubbies. Coco uh, Yo Yo, Coco Yo Yo. Whatever the fuck that shit's called. You mean Yo Yo? You're thinking of Yo Yo Ma? No, so it's just. It's just I'm not saying no. He's not, not thinking of Yo Yo Ma. Coco Yo, whatever those crazy weird names, but. No, you're thinking of Yo-Yo Ma. Cartoon like, Network uh, in the morning now. Cellist, famous cellist Yo-Yo Ma. No, I'm not thinking about Yo-Yo Ma. Art <laughs> is talking about. Yokozuna, you're thinking of. I don't know what no. you're saying. Yokohama. All right, that's the end of. <laughs> All right, do we want to, like, do, I mean, we haven't talked about the Eternals movie. Has everyone seen that one yet? No, we got two minutes. Okay. Yeah, Left in this call, maybe. so. I All haven't right. seen the Eternals. All right. I don't even well, know what it is. Is it in the MCU? It is. Yes. yes. Oh crap! It's another Joey thing. Went. It's a movie. Yeah. I did start yeah. watching. Just can't. Shang Chi. I started watching that, and it's okay. fucking oh. great. Yeah. That bus scene is awesome. So I, but I'm only halfway through it. So okay. Don't say anything else. And That's then we got uh, the next film we're working on is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Okay, so we all have to watch that and get back together. Many people think is one of the best in the MCU. What? Ah, Fuck Bucky. Bucky Bucky action. Fuck Bucky. Bucky sucks. Sweet, sweet Bucky action. (laughs) Listen. Uh, You you will not think so once you see him in this movie. So Winter Winter Soldier is what we're watching? 
Captain America, the Winter Soldier. All right. Which That's many cool. people consider one of the best of the MCU. And you get okay. Brian Zemo. And we will all watch it by next week at this time. Uh, wait, uh, what? We'll try. <laughs> we'll try. I'm about to say, I got time next week. It's Thanksgiving break. Let's do it. Oh, we should. Yeah. Thanks. And we get break. Hawkeye next week. Two episodes of Hawkeye. Oh, really? Boy. Comes out Boy. next week. All right. I love you, nerds. president no more but evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons and people thinking this election to end racism proud of pessimism glad to see obama but don't expect me not to speak out when i still see problems the nerd school podcast nerd school is a member of the queen city podcast network powered by ortho carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. OrthoCarolina, you improved. <laughs> Listen, people can make fun of me for my holiday movies all we want to, but I'm like, are you alive? Did I fuss at you today? <laughs> Did I yell about anything? All right, then. You're welcome. You better thank Hallmark for keeping me safe. <laughs>